Hey there, Ruby fans! Welcome to another episode of the Ruby After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about Volume 4, Episode 7, Punishment, as well as the World of Remnant. And we have a special treat for you. We have a guest calling in. Stay tuned. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, dude. How's it feeling? Yeah, pretty good. How do you feel bad listening to this music? Like, instant upper, right? You get pumped up right away. Yes. Absolutely. I'm almost, like, I'm like with the flashing lights and everything, I almost feel like we're ready for, like, our New Year's party. Never. (laughs) Never? Ruby New Year? That sounds all right. That sounds all right. Yeah. Well, hello there, Ruby fans. Welcome to another episode of the Ruby After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about the world of Remnant, the Schnee Dust Company, as well as Volume 4, Episode 7, Punishment. Let me go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel. To my left, Mark Donica. Hi, everybody. I'm the Internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Make sure to use the hashtag RubyABTV to ask your questions of our guest, which we will get to in a moment. To my left is the one and only wonderful Stacey Shuttleworth. Hi, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. And uh, I'm up to all kinds of fun stuff there. Mostly crying about Ruby or Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> right next to me is the fantastic Patrick Dees. I don't know about that, but I will take it. Hello, you can find me on Twitter at P to the D's and just tweet at me about Papa Schnee. That's all I want to talk about. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Sounds good. And I'm going to Oh, whoa. There we go. <laughs> it seriously, we are doing right. this. I am down. And I am your host, Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Uh, we are going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag, not only on the hashtag, as Mark pointed out, but also on the live chat. Um, guys, joining us at some point. Uh, <laughs> joining us some, later yeah. in the episode. <laughs> uh, is the fantastic Josh Greeley, who does the voice of Tyrion. Yes. So be sure to tweet us and um, use the, the live chat to send in your questions. Uh, because, and Twitter. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's gonna. It, it moves really fast. So if you ask the questions on Twitter, we'll be able to see them a lot clearer. Yeah, it'll, it, yeah. The hashtag moves a lot slower than the live chat. The live chat's just like boom, 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 gone. Um, anywho, guys, how how are you all? How was your holiday? I learned a lot about uh, Jock Schnee. Yeah, uh, personally, um, I mean, there's we, a lot about the dust company. The lo- yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Um, I finally got a, a computer strong enough to play Grim Eclipse, so I'm pretty pretty stoked <gasps> oh, to, to, to play it. A bunch. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, way, way to bury the lead here, Mark. I feel like give us a thirty-second review. How's it's, it been? I mean, I, I I got to to play it a little bit more substantially than I have been, which is at about forty minutes at a time. Sure, but yeah, um, it's much more fun in a group than it is solo. Okay, that makes sense. We should schedule like a, yeah, we should stream a, a live oh, stream. That would be so absolutely. Much fun. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah. I think I think you guys made made a good point. We learned a lot about the Schnee Dust Company. Well, yes, we did. Specifically <laughs> about Papa Schnee yep. in particular. Mm-hmm. Schnee's not even his last no. name. No, his last name is Gillet, which is uh, means frozen. Yep. 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 That Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Basically. What an ass. <laughs> um, I'm just just talking about Nicholas Schnee. Does anybody think that that was meant to be like? Father Christmas, like St. Nicholas. I felt a little bit, right? It did come off that way. Yeah, traveling the red the red scarf. Yes, yes. Being a pretty benevolent guy with his company and everything. Bit of a commando. Yeah. I like those iterations of Santa Claus where he's just like a total badass. Yes. Like Red Sleigh Down, the episode of South Park. Yeah. 
is pretty bad, pretty badass. That, um, yeah, that was a great one. I wonder now that we know that that Jacques married into the family. Yeah. I wonder who who's Mamashni. Like we've we've seen references to her, yeah. uh, but on in this world of Revenant. whoever she is, she's drunk in the. I was right. gonna say, like we know where she. Is. <laughs> well, and what happened to make her that way? Like mm-hmm. what, what brought that on? I think I and and mm-hmm. now I think people are gonna be uh, Rooster Teeth is fulfilling all of Tumblr's wildest dreams, and uh, Mamashni is the Ice Queen. Or is the Snow Queen? I I always assumed that Winter was the Snow Queen, but yeah, maybe it's Mama Schnee. She's just <laughs> heart of ice, and she just gets drunk in the garden to go cope with that. Yeah. I don't know. To warm blood. Yeah, um, that's why I'm always drunk in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blood warming thing. I promise. Of course, be a drunk. That. We have a collar on the line. Oh. <laughs> hey, is that you, Josh? Well- it is. <laughs> Some <laughs> random dials oh, <laughs> Glad to hear it. How are you doing tonight? Doing fantastic. How are you guys? So far, so good. Really excited to talk about this episode. I know. Me too. <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> so, Josh, you voice Tyrion. How does it feel coming into the Rooster Teeth community? pretty freaking incredible the fandom has been uh nothing short of amazing since uh he was first revealed uh i i I think i got my first piece of fan art about three days after episode one nice uh when when they first showed him when meeting salem and uh around that same time someone sent me a video of them having already made like a perfect Tyrion cosplay yeah. awesome. uh, like it's like the fandom is insanely cool uh, and that's been fantastic and also it, it's really cool from a nostalgic standpoint because uh, like I remember most of my high school was if it wasn't Homestar Runner I, w- I was also I was watching Red vs. Blue <laughs> Yeah. so to be a part now of Rooster Teeth uh, is, is kind of crazy to me <laughs> it's kind of cool yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to mention that uh, the the character that you play, because you've played villains in the past, but this villain in particular, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit of a different brand, because he's like sort of middle tier in terms of he's a henchman, mm-hmm. but he's also super scary. Uh, like, uh-huh. how, did, how did they approach you about this role? Uh, there was auditions uh, sent out. Uh, like, I actually just got it through my agent, uh, which was kind of weird, and uh, sent the auditions in, didn't hear anything back for a little bit, and then they, uh, I went in, and I didn't know who I was playing until I stepped into the booth, and and I, I got the uh, the rundown for them, and they just said, you know, what we're looking for was pretty much what I did in the audition. They they wanted him to just be, uh, psychotic incarnate. Uh, <laughs> everything about him was just that uh, he he wants to see the world burn essentially and that's pretty much all he's there for he loves mayhem he loves carnage and uh working for salem gives him that uh and they wanted there to constantly be this uh this feeling that he's always either on the right on the edge of either laughing maniacally in joy or uh, breaking down in anger or in tears uh, uh, in just just a complete psycho. And <laughs> so I, I just kind of approached him from the get-go as, as being really kind of slimy and kind of just really excited about whatever orders the 
his beloved goddess is going to give him. Who'd like to be killed today? Please let it be someone. Please let me kill. And that's very much all it did. Like, Tyrion is recorded all of his lines for this season uh, in, I think it was just a two hour session, two or three hour wow. session. Wow. Uh, and uh, we came back a few weeks later to do just a bunch of uh, fight reacts, and uh, which most of which were all used in F6 and 7. Sure. Dude, uh, yeah. Your, your fight reacts <laughs> flipping, in, like you feel every single hit to your, like, to your yeah. gut or to whatever. That, that, kudos. Yeah. That was actually that's that recording session to date is the toughest recording session I've ever had on my voice. It was only an hour long, but I did not stop screaming for the whole hour. <laughs> Especially as that uh, that throaty scream. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I immediately went and got a giant bowl of rum afterwards and didn't talk for two days straight. Fair afterwards. enough. Like a nice pork cutlet bowl. Um, one of our... Uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. Our fans want to ask, ask a couple questions about that too. But um, in, speaking of our chat, okay. um, a lip owner uh, in chat asks, did you ever get lightheaded from all of the hyperventilating uh, or laughing <laughs> that you did in the uh, booth? Yes. Yeah? Yes, several times. And, and it made the... Uh, in... It made the giggling easier because I was just out of my mind at that point. <laughs> you, you are deeply unsettled at that point. It's like, oxygen deprivation. <laughs> well, so the laugh, first of all, that is a special treat that we got that right now. For me, I think this, but to this season, the laugh has kind of become an iconic part of the season. I kind of can't wait every time Tyrion's on screen to hear the laugh. Uh, where did that come yeah. from? Was that something that you generated or was it part of the sides or like where, where, where did that, where did that originate from? Uh, well, where did the laugh come from? Yes, uh, I've 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 per I, I've been doing that laugh since I started voice acting, or even like before I started voice acting. It was something that when I was actually thinking about getting into voice work, uh, I wanted to play villains. I wanted to be able to play something psychotic and fun, uh, just larger than life type sure. villain. Uh, and Mark Hamill's Joker was always a big yes. inspiration to me. So I tried to. And he ha- he has so many different laughs that he uses, mm-hmm. and I wanted to try and figure out a way to emulate all of it to to incorporate that uh, the, the subtle nuances that he puts into all of his different laughs, depending on the situation or depending on uh, Joker's mood, and and try to figure out what my version of that would be. And I've I've just kind of had that in my back pocket for the last twelve years. And only on a, just very, very, very few times have I ever actually gotten to use it because I don't get to play characters like Tyrion very often. And so when they said, we just want a, a crazy, the biggest maniacal laugh that you can give us, <laughs> the look on my face in the booth was, it is time. <laughs> and I just, and it was, it was just ready to go. Uh, and the more that I, I voiced him over the course of that session and the, the more I learned about him and, uh, who he was and, and all the little surprises that they have in store. Uh, like there's stuff about him that I know just in his mentality and, and, uh, and why he's a part of Salem's crew that we still haven't found out yet. So, uh, and I can't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> and we wouldn't dare ask. No, no. But uh, like just knowing those little things uh, really helped not only with just his character overall, but also with figuring out the laugh and uh, it really, uh, I, I try to approach it thinking that at, at, at every moment, whenever he's fighting 
or even at the thought of getting into a fight. He is just, he, he's like a kid that's about to open his Christmas present. Like, he, he, <laughs> it, it's just that super excited, like, oh, I can't wait type of giggle. And, and, and uh, every time he throws a freaking punch, like even if he's getting hit, he's just having the time of his life. And we would put those laughs into every hit and every punch he delivers, every punch he takes. Uh, he's still having a blast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, and talking about like learning more and more about the character as, as you're working with Rooster Teeth, Malachroma on Twitter also wanted to know what was your reaction the first time you actually get to see the animation put together for, for Tyrion in his fight scenes? Uh, I think I laughed about as much as I did recording it. <laughs> Just getting to watch him. Uh, like I, I had I remembered how amazing uh, from the little bits and pieces of Ruby I had seen over the years, seeing some of the fight scenes like the uh, Monty Ohm, uh, mm-hmm. when uh, when he was animating it, like just the stuff that he would come up with. Uh, I just I was always floored by him, so I knew they were going to be intense and awesome. But then I never expected half the stuff that he did, like when he when he spins around on the shield. Yes, yeah. Uh, like he like spins around the shield and then kicks uh, it. I, I remember, like, I just started applauding and was giggling like a kid in the candy store and just freaking out. I, I was having a fanboy moment, too, like, <laughs> every time that he was on screen and, and especially when he was fighting. Yeah, for sure. And we we were doing the exact same, I'm yeah. pretty oh, sure. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Some, some of the folks in our, uh, our chat wanted to know, uh, when did you find out that your character was a Scorpion Faunus? When I was recording him, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was in the script already. They, they they talked about the reveal, and uh, I'd been sitting on that since I think September. I think that's when oh. I recorded it. Oh, uh, August or September, and uh, so I've just been waiting <laughs> for months. <laughs> and then it didn't air an episode over Thanksgiving, and it didn't air an episode oh. Oh, again uh, yeah, a couple of times in December, and like it's just like get to the <laughs> Speaking of which, um, did they did they very much make that a part of the character's description in terms of forming this voice? Did they tell you like he's a very insecty sort of character, and with the way he stands, yeah. does that affect the way you stand in the booth? Yes, actually, like uh, I was all, uh, I was always kind of hunched over, kind of wringing my hands together. Yeah, like pretty much like the, they said he, he was very slimy. Like he, he's uh, and uh, I'm not sure if the word insecty or, or if insect was ever necessarily a, uh, a direction that they gave, but they did push me to basically they just said up the creep factor make him slimy yeah, and uh i like it it's a great adjective <laughs> it's a great factor for sure. <laughs> slimy you mentioned uh mark hamill's joker i think we're all big fans uh at the at this table uh does um does heath ledger's joker play in at all because i feel like you evoke him a little bit like do, like to your point you said like he's equally as excited when he's hitting versus being hit like he just wants uh-huh. to be in the mix and i feel like that's a little bit heath ledgery as well was that like an inspiration right. at all uh, when when he's speaking, yes. Sure. Like when he's just talking normally, it, uh, I I I guess I do kind of throw in a bit of Heath Ledger Joker. I didn't really think about that. Uh, like, like you can almost like 
like in Tyrion's voice, I can I can almost say uh, whenever he's just talking normally, I, I can almost hear Tyrion say, "How about a magic trick?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a deeply unsettling. It yeah. it's kind of in that same vein. A hundred percent, right? Like, just wants to watch the world burn. It's like a well, there yes. was there was one hundred percent a character that tried to be like the Joker that got pushed into the 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 venom as well, the Creeper. That even the, the that <laughs> mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of Tyrion, or Tyrion like reminds me a lot of the version of the Creeper, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> creep. <laughs> uh, and I think uh, another thing, like especially like where we really see his not only the creep factor, but his just his overall playful playfulness and how over the top and theatrical he is. And, you know, that scene in the, in, in F six when he's. Uh, he's just so excited to be able to show off to these kids, uh, and and yeah. when, especially when he's like, "Oh, who I am matters not to you or you or well, you do matter to me. Like, you interest me." But and and uh, like, there, there's always this air of like he he knows he's a badass. He knows that he's he's absolutely one hundred percent sure of his power, completely cocky. Uh, and he loves to show off. Um, mm-hmm. I think hmm, there's there's not much else I can say about him. That is an overt spoiler, yeah. yeah, for sure. He's really grown on me. Like, so, like, we we had he was one of the like first scenes, right? Like in the introduction of the yeah. season, and it was such a stark contrast mm-hmm. from the rest of Ruby because he's so theatrical and so over the top. And I feel like to Ruby's credit like the show like everybody's really grounded and relatable and uh different mm-hmm. shades of gray and Tyrion just wasn't that and so immediately i was like huh i don't know i don't, I don't know about this Tyrion Tyrion <laughs> guy and i think we've really benefited with more screen time with him he become every minute he's on screen i think he becomes a more interesting character mm-hmm. i was really excited to have you here today sweet yeah uh, i'm so glad to hear that and, and again like it's uh that's pretty much been the reaction that uh, I've gotten from anybody who's reached out to me on, on social media is there they they they're really excited about him uh they uh, they're excited to see more they, uh and of course mm-hmm. I'm just chomping at the bit wanting to share the rest of what I know <laughs> yeah. and uh, I, I like what I want to see there's a uh I don't know I don't know when they're supposed to air the next episode but uh uh, as far as this whole volume goes, uh, there I think there's only one more scene with him for mm. this volume, uh, and it's if you thought he was psycho before, excellent. Wait oh, until yeah. you see that scene. Excellent. Cool. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Because speaking to what you were <laughs> speaking to what you were saying, Patrick, um, when when it comes to new characters being introduced into Ruby, everybody's like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what what character they're based off of in literature. Who's right. this? Per- and yeah. I want to figure out everything mm-hmm. about them. I think I can cosplay them. But the second we see Tyrion, everybody just went, uh oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, just a pure like, pure character mm-hmm. moment. Um, but spe- speaking of other characters in Ruby, and since we can't really look forward, um, where in the past three volumes of Ruby would you want to insert Tyrion? Oh. To be 100% honest, I am not all that familiar with the other three volumes. That's fine. True professional. So I wouldn't be able to... Uh, I, I do hear, like, I, I've started to learn since I came into this. I've started to learn a little bit about the world bit mm-hmm. by bit over the past couple months when I've had time. Uh, I and uh, I like the, 
I, I recently learned about the white fang. Ah, okay. And, oh, okay. and uh, I've had thoughts about like, well, maybe what, like, what are, is there some sort of connection? Has he had any sort of uh, dealings with them or worked with them? Uh, I don't know, though. Yeah, Again, okay. I need to go back and watch okay. the first three seasons then, so then I can in, really answer that. Then in that case, uh, Red Army or Blue Army? Oh, excellent question. Uh, oh, God. Uh, That's God. so good. That's there so good. There is a correct well, answer. Well, Church is hilarious, and so is Caboose. <laughs> but, uh, but Sarge just speaks to my Texan soul. Good man. Good man. <laughs> yeah. Probably red. I'd have to go red. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Yeah, I, I do respect that answer. I really, like, I also would have taken just a complete made up, like, insertion point. Like, like the time when Ruby met, like, the dragon and then they went to the moon and they had a tea party. I feel like uh, I would have taken that nonsense, too, uh, as well. Tyrion instead of Doc. How about that? There you go. Maybe. I don't know. Now we're getting, now we're crossing the streams a little bit too much. Crossing the streams. Can't do it. Um, no. But yeah, that, I mean, Again, and this is just for me, I grew up in the desert, so seeing scorpions has like a very mm-hmm. visceral, mm-hmm. Re- you know, mm-hmm. re- I have a very visceral reflex to that. Um, do, do you in particular have any uh, scorpion encounter stories? That you bring with uh, you yes, into the Yes, two, two. Uh, oh, both yes. when I was below the age of 10. I, the first time I was like four or five years old, uh, I was laying on the floor in no. my mom's sewing room nope. and uh, nope. laying underneath a, a giant quilt that she had made for me uh, before I was even born. I'm just laying in it and rolling around and playing. And at one point, I just and I just feel this sharp pain on my foot. No! Uh, and and I scream and like you know I pull the covers off and there's this huge scorpion that just and worked its way under the covers and decided that uh, my foot uh, offended it. <laughs> and oh, and uh, so that was my friend. Like I, I can't remember what we did. Like we did some sort of weird thing where like they had to put my foot in the bath and put like oatmeal like dry oh. and I was like isn't this supposed to be what you do for like chicken pox or yeah. something but apparently it works so, we don't know too. we don't know the second one is even worse uh, yeah. I was at my grandmother's house again laying on the floor in the living room uh, just there was TV on and I was just sitting there and I, and I was looking up at the ceiling and I see I can't like it was a, it's one of those tall vaulted ceilings so it, it goes up in the middle and and I saw something dark on it and I was like that doesn't look right <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. and before I look away it's falling and it lands <laughs> on my nope. in my face nope. on my face I'm leaving and it's it was a scorpion. Thankfully, it didn't nope. sting me. I reacted quick enough and just freaked out. But oh, yeah, almost no. had a face full of scorpion nope. tail. Oh, uh, I'm not a fan of them. Nope. <laughs> so again, bringing it back to Batman, you took yes. your darkest, your darkest uh, enemy and made it your strength. I totally agree. Look, we've been recording this for also for this is our fourth season recording the show. Megan's face when you said you had been stung in the foot was my all time favorite. <laughs> That moment, she literally yeah, covered her whole face as if she was being stung in the moment. And since we're on the topic of like, because I know enough about the world that I know that if 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 a character is a faunus, that they only have one physical attribute of any animal. Uh, 
And so, and, and like, I guess, A, Tyrion really lucked out. Uh, not only, is, you know, if he's, and he's like the first ever insect faunus that we've ever seen, not only did he luck out in getting the tail, which I think is the most awesome thing to have, sure. he could have had just scorpion legs, which would look ridiculous, or he could have had pincers for his arms instead, but he got the tail, and that's great. But it also makes me think, well, if, there, if we can have insect faunus, does that mean that we can have, like, a spider faunus? Are there like tarantula like, people like walking a, around yeah, out there? How creepy would that be? <laughs> There's just a, a regular a person with a regular human body and just a tarantula head? <laughs> yeah, just a tarantula there goes, head. I'm, I'm Bob. Eight eyes, Bob like a regular face, but eight eyes. But eight eyes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Or um, or Poor yeah, soul. like a uh, Jeff Go- uh, not not the Jeff Goldblum version of the fly, but the like 1950s version of the Help fly, me. where it's just a guy with a fly. Head. <laughs> it's like one of those like oh my god. <laughs> Uh, and the chat is correcting all of us, saying not insect faunas, arachnids. Got it. It's what easier to say insect. Faunus. Okay, it's, there we go. Yeah. Arachnid faunas. Whatever. They're gross, guys. <laughs> They're like it's all yeah, the same. Yeah, same all you need to yeah, know yeah, about yeah. it. File under gross. <laughs> yes. Now oh. it's, it seems to be implied uh, with the the last stroke that we kind of see of uh, Tyrion's attack being the the sting to crow. His eyes change color yep. mm-hmm. to purple, yep. yes. which. Um, yes. I, I don't know if I've just been playing a lot of Pokemon, but that seems to me to indicate poison. Yeah, purple means mm, poison. Yeah, purple yeah. means poison. Yeah, that's just yep. known. Absolutely. Do, do you, th- and, and, and this, is, this is kind of for everybody, do you think the poison is what led Tyrion to kind of be a little bit more loopy? Potentially, yeah, probably. Like, he's got this... But, I mean, you know, if he was born with it, then obviously he would be used to it. It wouldn't be anything that would be working against him. Yeah. Right? I mean, like... It happens that would be in like puberty. being allergic to your. That would be like being allergic to the water in your body. Sure. But, but it would also, <laughs> like, like, I mean, it could theoretically cause like some sort of chemical imbalance in his brain to make him extra true. sort of loopy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Well, it's just always mm-hmm. been there. Yeah, yes. he's got those. I think he definitely has those scorpion instincts. It's you know, sting first, ask questions later. <laughs> I like uh, that. Yeah. So sure. did did your eyes turn um, purple when it, your foot was in the? Oatmeal? I'm wondering about the purple eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Like, does that mean, like, because, like, they're yellow normally, mm-hmm. so when they turn purple, does that mean that, like, I don't even know about this, like, that if they turn purple, does that mean, like, poison is that mode. him, like, switching over to poison mode, or is that, like, is he using some sort of ability, like, some sort of arachnid or insect sense that allows him to see something that he normally wouldn't? A scorpion like sense. Like auras or oh. powers or something? I like staying away from the from the copyrighted Marvel stuff. I like it. <laughs> That's why it's scorpion sense. Right. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Arachnid sense. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yes. Um, but yeah, we have, we have a lot of people also wondering, um, what do you think is the most challenging part of, of voicing a character like this? I mean, I, I imagine that a lot of it is just sort of the, the highs and the lows that he goes through, but like, I imagine that's very grating mm-hmm. on the voice. Uh, it's it's hard on the voice, yeah, and it can be kind of exhausting in the booth when you because we will normally do like three or four takes of each line, and when we were doing uh, all of the fight reacts, you know, the, it was um, all right. Give us three regular punches, okay? Now give us three regular, like give us three light punches, but happy about getting hit. Okay, now give us three light punches, but angry about being hit, and it's like it is just over and over and over, like just constantly going up and down, like this roller coaster of emotion kind of uh, with him, and it, it, that's kind of how every line is with him too like I would always try to figure out a way of like depending on the scene or depending on 
like what's going on or what he's saying. Can I give a delivery of the line that's a psychotic and happy or moody or sad or, uh, and, and like they all work in their own way just because he's such a dynamic character and he's because he's so, uh, back and forth on his emotions and his, uh, and his mental state. Uh, and it, it was, it could, it was kind of challenging, but it was insanely fun creatively. Uh, but for the most part, that all aside, it actually, he's one of the easier characters that I've ever done. And mostly just because he doesn't have flaps that I have to match. Like <laughs> he wasn't animated already. Like I have to work with, with anime, uh, or with like uh, JRPG video games. Like I, I could just, I could really take my time with it, find my own pacing, uh, speed up randomly in the middle of a line or slow down uh, and like just really kind of play with the nuances instead of having to start at this time and end at this time. Sure. Uh, so he was, in, in a sense, he was insanely liberating. You got to be one of the more fun characters you've ever played, right? Like that's that's got to be such oh, a blast. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and and actually, can, since since you brought that up, can you speak to that? Because you're you are also the voice of uh, Yuri Katsuki, who's who's uh, a, a cast yeah. member of <laughs> of uh, arguably one of the most uh, trailblazing popular shows to come out I this know. past season. So how, how it's insane how popular it became. Like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah it, it really did. did. Uh, it. And it was just like I remember seeing the initial clip, like just the the the, the trailer the preview, before yeah. the season started for it, and saying, "God, that's a gorgeous looking show." And, yeah. uh, and people and you know, and of course, all the all the jokes flying around online immediately, like Yuri on Ice. Does it mean it's going to be ladies on ladies on ice? And it ended up being the complete opposite. <laughs> uh, uh, but like, what I think is so awesome about that show. Uh, is the fact that it's not at all, and I, I, I've heard this term thrown back and forth over the past couple of months online. It's not queer bait. Yeah. Like yes. it's yeah. there's nothing gimmicky or fetishized sure. about sure. he and Victor's relationship. What is so powerful about it is the fact that their relationship was allowed to evolve the same way that straight relationships are yeah. Mm -hmm. like there was nothing forced about it. There was nothing like overly sexualized or anything. It was just very real. And I, that's, I think part of why it's so powerful. And it, yeah. it it's it's a wonderful show. How how do you compare the fan base, the, the Rooster Teeth fan base to the Yuri on Ice fan base? Just as crazy, but in a completely different way. <laughs> yeah. right, I, I love it, and again, and again, just the amazing outpouring of of love for that show mm -hmm. and, and the messages that that me and the the rest of the cast and the crew for for Yuri have gotten as each episode has come out week by week it, it's it's just gotten more and more supportive more and more uh, just a, everyone is brought into it. And, and like most people you know they'll, they'll watch the sub first and they'll have like three weeks before our uh the the english version goes up and we've had people i've had so many people just tell me how uh how much they enjoy both versions yeah. equally and and which is kind of unheard of for people like that you usually fall in love with a subversion yeah. first 
uh, to also appreciate the dub. And that by itself has been, uh, has been an incredible gift, but, uh, to just also see how much that show speaks to, uh, people in the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. that have reached out to me as well. Like just, and again, for, and for many of the reasons that I stated just a second ago, but also just because it's, it's so cool to see uh, a show like that where it wasn't fetishized, that it, it, it's not made to look like uh, this is something weird or bizarre or anything like that. It's yeah. just, these are just two people. And that that are experiencing love uh, and and, and that that love is not only changing them for the uh, it's changing them for the better Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're growing because of this and they're being inspired because of it. And it's I I think it's it's one of the best show. It's one of the best anime that I've worked on since Princess Jellyfish and many for many of the same reasons. Princess, what, and taking me back, Princess Jellyfish. The last sort of thing that that'll ask to kind of bring it bring us back to Ruby is: Have you seen the fan art of uh, Tyrion <laughs> yes! dressed as, in Yuri's free program outfit? Yes, I actually requested that specifically. God bless America. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I put it out there on Twitter, and I said, "Okay, I need this right now." I wanted to be killing people with his states. <laughs> And just looking fabulous, and within an hour, I had something. It was insane. Pivoting on that scorpion tail. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, tricks you could do. I know. Oh, it's a cheater. Amazing. It'd like, be amazing. If you're not cheating. You're not trying. You All that Speaking speaking of Yuri on Ice, do you have any other upcoming projects that you can talk about? I know with voice actors, a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, NDAs that you guys have your hands tied. But if there's anything you mm-hmm. can talk about that you'd like fans to know about. Uh, feel free to go ahead and share. Well, with the, especially the way that Funimation is is handling uh, anime these days with uh, the simul dub schedule, like you, pretty much everybody knows what I'm working on at the moment that I can announce it. Sure. Like the moment that a cast announcement is made, that's when I can say. Uh, so until that happens, there really is nothing. Uh, but other than Yuri on Ice, uh, also this season uh, shows that I've been working on. Uh, I'm uh, Drifters. Which is, uh, if if you haven't seen any of it, uh, it's the awesome. latest from the creator of Helsing. Dude, it's bloody. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy good. I love this show. And, and again, it's it's a the character I play uh, Toyohiso Toyohiso Shimatsu, uh, and he's uh, he's also kind of a departure from the characters that I normally get to play. Uh, he's all testosterone, all honor, and he loves very much like Tyrion's got a bloodlust, and he loves chopping people's heads off. Uh, <laughs> and it's like the show itself is just—it's all these characters throughout history, throughout world history, like Oda Nobunaga, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Joan of Arc, that at the moment there. of their death cool. were pu- pulled from our world and thrown into this fantasy world with elves and dwarves. Uh, to fight uh, other people from our world uh, throughout history. And uh, it's just an insanely fun over, like, just action-packed ride. Uh, a lot of, since it's creator of Helsing, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of similarities. There's, you know, three factions, the Drifters being one of them, uh, and a lot of war, a lot of world history stuff thrown in there. Uh, it's a super fun ride. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, uh, and other than that, uh, 
not a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> also, uh, Real Life, we, we were finally, uh, we we're doing an English dub for that, and that was a show that aired a few years back, and that's been really fun, too. It's What's funny about that one, too, is uh, uh, in Yuri on Ice, you know, I play, you know, this dark-haired character that is kind of unsure of himself and is really trying to work through life. And uh, Micah Solisad plays Yuri Plasetsky, this blonde Russian punk who's constantly making my life hell. And then in real life, Micah plays a dark-haired, kind of down-in-his-love character who's not sure of himself and really trying to work through some crap. And I'm playing the blonde character that's making his life hell. Uh, <laughs> that's been a fun switch. Oh, that's exciting. Do we we good on time? Um, um, probably like final questions because yeah. we have to talk about the rest of the I've, I've got a very quick question. I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I, I know you do, um, you've done a lot of JRPGs and I know that there, right now there's a, a big uh, voice actor strike um, related to certain devs and publishers. I was just wondering if you can kind of weigh in. I don't mm. know if you're familiar with kind of the terms or where are you with this? Um, really interesting. Uh, I actually, because I'm, because in Texas there is no union, like there is a union, but it's like most people aren't part of it because Texas is a right to work state. Sure. It actually hurts us as actors to okay. be a part of the union, uh, or any, or any sort of union. So like, I, I'm, I know nothing about unions, never been a part of one. Uh, uh, but I do have many, many close friends out in LA that, you know, that are part of SAG right. and, uh, have been a part of this and, um, while I'm not as up on the, like, I'm, I'm not as, uh, updated on the issues as I, as I'd like to be, sure. uh, I, I will say that I do completely 100% support them in the fact that it's, they, at the, at the very least, they need to have better hours. They need to, there, there needs to be better care put in place to make sure that Mm -hmm. their voices are not destroyed because I mean, that is, that's how they make their living. That is literally their money makers. And so many times, especially with video games, you're thrown into the booth and recording for anywhere from four to six hours at a time, constantly screaming stuff, constantly having to do fight reactions and Foley, uh, and it just incredibly taxing, very tiring work. And, uh, with really like if if something happens to you and where you can't work the, as a result of that, y- you're kind of SOL. Like yeah. there's, there's really nothing you can do. And if you really hurt your voice uh, or to the point where it is unusable, that, that puts your livelihood at stake. Sure. So it, yeah. At the very least, there needs to be better. Uh, there needs to be something put in place to keep them from, being overworked. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like they're Has- making progress too. Hashtag so. performance matters, guys. Yep. Yep. Take a look at that. Performance matters 100%. Uh, yeah. Great. Um, anyway, again, thank you, Josh, so, so much yeah. for joining us tonight. Where can people go if they want to keep Thanks up with you? Thanks for having me. Of course. Where can people go if they want to find you and keep up with your projects online? <clears throat> um, I'm usually on Twitter, just at uh, Josh Greeley, J-O-S-H-G-R-E-L-L-E. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, there's a fan club uh, you feel free to join that. Just Josh Greeley fan club. Uh, and that's pretty much it. All right. Well, thank and, you. Uh, so I'll be going to several conventions next year already. They're, they're, they're lining up, especially with uh, Yuri on ice and Ruby. So, uh, uh, feel free to go. I've already announced several of them. So check them out and see if I'll be in your area sometime soon. I'd love to meet you guys. Oh yeah. No, anytime you're out in LA, you are more than welcome to come down. And if not, yeah. we'll see you at RTX. Yeah, yeah we will. Absolutely. Yes, we will. 
Yeah, and I am, yeah, sounds like a plan to me. I am personally. And you guys, uh, you guys have a safe and happy new year. You too. Thanks Thank again. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night. Oh, what a cool guy. Yeah. Not to mention, right. I, I am. <laughs> he's okay. He's all right, you know. <laughs> I'm also super looking forward to uh, 2017, where we get Attack on Titan back. I'm very happy for all that. Anywho, neither here nor there. <laughs> we have to talk about this we episode. We do. There's so much. Yes. Okay, quick, round the table. Thoughts on Papa Schnee, starting with you, Patrick. I can't believe he called her a bitch. I know. I, I can't. He just literally just broke that word out in the middle of an episode. Just anyway. I was expecting a way more low current kind of yeah, kind of keeping consistent with the. But I'm really the good guy. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of feel Ugh. and just yep. so no, gone. Yeah, totally. Gone. Yep. Threw, threw me for a loop. I was gonna say, wasn't it Tyrion that that broke up the bitch? I I thought that um, uh, Papa Schnee just said, I don't, I don't give oh, a damn. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, that is correct. Yeah, but yeah. He slapped still, her. That's what it was. I, mean, I was it's like, still, pretty, it's still characters liberal throwing out curse words in what just not that long ago was a kid's show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's real scary. And, and he did slap her. Yeah. Like, yep. that yep. was monstrous. Yep. Yeah. Um, that that scene was very telling. I knew if everybody had a feeling about Whitley. I know. Whitley proved me wrong. I, t- I tried. <laughs> tried to give him the benefit of the I was going to right? delete too. I, I know. We were a little pro Whitley. Yeah. <laughs> delete the picture of him playing uh, Parcheesi. He doesn't deserve that fun or <laughs> happiness. I mean, no. We want to keep Mal's, Mal, Mal well, from his work. But, sure. oh, but yeah. Yes. But now just draw something of him being a jerk. Just just, a just give him angry, <laughs> angry eyebrows. Yes. Just give him angry Perfect. eyebrows. A Hitler stash. Uh, <laughs> you know? That's it. Yeah. Just done. Change it to risk. Appreciate the payoff because mm-hmm. there were a lot of like there were a lot of cues basically signaling this guy is not somebody to be trusted, and here we see that payoff. And I kind of feel like Jacques, like very much like putting all of his like future stock investments into Whitley is mm-hmm. total overcompensation for him taking like the Schnee name. Yep. Like it's it's his way of asserting dominance over a family that he married into and like mm-hmm. is is now like he's taking on their legacy as opposed to his own. Yep. Uh, Becca Lai in the chat says he is Azula. Speaking of which, Ooh. Patrick, have you seen Avatar yet? Um, so, uh, you know, like, how, did you, the how did you feel about uh, okay. that check, check out Avatar sting. the Le- Just watch uh, Avatar the Last Airbender. I know. But does anybody, did, what does everybody think that Weiss was doing in pushing her furniture out of the way? Uh, I think practicing a summons and mm-hmm. or cr- getting ready to create a glyph so that she could get the hell out of yeah. Dodge. Yep, yep. I assumed at first she was going through that window. I do too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then like, like, she's like clearing well, the bedroom furniture. I'm I like, mean, oh wait. We've seen she's these characters up a scene. jump from like huge distances before. I feel like jumping out the window is not going to hurt her in the slightest. Low on the ladder of danger of what she's been through, you know? Yeah, no. She's been smacked in the face by a robot before. I feel like... I feel like jumping out the window is just like step one. I thought she was gonna. I thought the the ships uh, flying by implied. I'm gonna hop on one of them, yeah, you know and I'm gonna go straight was. to. I'm gonna go straight I, to Ironwood. She also might too. be just trying to contact yeah. Ironwood or her sister, yeah. um, because you know it, her father has clearly drawn a line in the sand. Like mm-hmm. you're either with Winter or you're with me. Yeah. And Ironwood did promise her, like, hey, you always have a home, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at our yeah. academy for sure. And I hope that's where she goes. She's because... preparing her landing strategy. <laughs> that's 
exactly it. Thank you, Becca. I'm, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Um, any other thoughts on like what's going on with the Schnees right now? Because I loved that big a backstory that we got with the world of Remnant, and I like where this scene is sort of setting up where Weiss is going to be going. Mm-hmm. I just want to see mom. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. want. I just want to see mom. Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think she's going to come no. back in a strong way? Like, she's going to be like, she put her foot down and be like, "Are you kidding me?" Does she come back? Like, is she does she end up being like this really triumphant? Like, I don't, I don't think until maybe next season or after. Yeah, I, I think we got a while, but I can hope so. Well, right? Like, just kicks in the door. Of- like, what? Slap my dog. Shut, <laughs> shut up, yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I think yeah. she's too drunk. She shows guys. it makes yeah. it rain. Yeah. Just- I think she's too drunk, guys. Oh. We still got so, so much. No, 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 well, well we, we spent a lot of time we did, uh, we with did. Josh. Um, um, we'll, so, we'll touch on some other stuff next time. Yeah. No. Um, I We didn't really get too much story stuff with Oscar and Oz. Nope. It was just like, hey, this is a thing. Yep. And nice they're slowly melding. Yeah. Me- melding. Like, that's it. I and, liked it. And yeah. then apparently no, the same thing happened to Ozpin. Like, that's, yeah. again, yep. Man great. with two souls. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. Any other final we thoughts before we, we meander on out of the studio? <laughs> um, I, I hope we get two solid episodes these next two weeks. Me too. I yes. hope so too. That would be yep. nice. Yep. That would be the best. All right. Well, again, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Patrick, where can people go if they want to find you? Find me on Twitter at P to the D's. That's D-E-E-S. You can find me on Twitter at Stacy Shuttles. Mark. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Donick. You can also watch Stacy and I on the uh, Yuri on Ice after show, oh. which we recorded just before this. We record on Mondays. Um, that's why we had to get it in with Josh. And also the uh, Patrick, Stacy, and myself doing v- VGMA, Video Game Movie Anatomy, on the Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, we talked about Assassin's Creed last week. Watch oh. it. Watch the movie. For the love of God, support that movie. Really? really? Wow. Wow. Really? Wow. So it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the TheManguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram. I think I already mentioned that. Uh, follow Katie at Kiaje yes. on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, again, go to iTunes if you haven't already done so. Uh, leave a comment, uh, and we will give you a shout-out on the show. Uh, we ran out of time this week, but yeah. Yes, we will give you a shout out on the show. Uh, again, thank you guys so, so much for tuning Share in. Share with your you, friends. Josh. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Just you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.